Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. great to be with all of you guys. I will reiterate. There's a ring. Sorry. I deal with youth all the time. So like squirrel, what's over there? Um, no, but I kindly encourage you, if you have time, go back, watch the videos. There's some great stuff said. It's always great to, it's great to hear from pastor, right? But it's also good to hear from other leaders in the church. Uh, there's something powerful about that. It lands a little differently, which Something I'll allude to a little bit later. Sneak peek, there's your trailer. Um, so uh, I am so grateful to be able to speak to you guys today. If there's anything that I have come to value, three things I've come to value over this last chunk of time of life. It's been great. Uh, the value of a church family, having family members that aren't just family, but are family that I've decided you're my family. Uh, there's something great about being around them. Uh, the second thing is, Taking, making forward progress despite what's going on around you. There are a lot of things over this past year that have said, oh, you should not take a chance. Um, but me saying, I don't think so. I think I know who my God is, and I'm going to take a chance anyway. Uh, and so far, it's worked out. So, I mean, no, let's complain. And, se- and lastly, I have indulged my ability to still grow hair, unlike some members of my family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've, I've been indulging much to my... Much, much to my wife's objections and constant requests to get a haircut, I decided to pick my battles, and this is one that I'm going to choose to fight. So, <laughs> um, but I grew up, I grew up in church, all around church. I mean, I mean, we just did an introduction. These are my parents. It was always weird in church, like, especially as I got older and dealing with other people, like, do I call them Pastor Stephen or we know how to call them mom and dad? Which one? So we arrived kind of that pastor dad and pastor mom. It's kind of the best of both worlds that I can really, like, I don't know. Because if I say pastor, pastor Steve, like, you mean your dad? <laughs> I, I guess. I guess, yeah. So I've had to kind of come up with some creative ways, and that's where we arrived. But we were, I've always been in church. Me and my family, we didn't have a, a lot of rules. Like household rules. I probably had the most rules, to be honest. Um, but we didn't have a lot of rules. But one of the rules, so long as you live in this house, you're going to church. I don't care. Don't. Doesn't matter. You're going to church. And that one rule has impacted my life like no other rule that I have uh, uh, been, has been placed over me or I've had to indulge in. Um, but this one rule has opened the doors for numerous benefits, much of which I will dive into. But first, let's pray. Father God, <laughs> Father God, I pray, God, as we're here today, God, that the words I say, God, that they would uh, God, that they would take root, Father God, that these principles are not just uh, necessarily for my life, God, but they are for the lives of others to, to see the value of a church family, to see the value of being plugged in, the value of being engaged. God, so I pray that we would uh, just dive in, that you would speak to us in your name we pray. Amen. 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 So my first benefit, I've got three for you guys. My first one is going to church became a part of of who I am. It became my identity. Because we had this rule in place so long as I lived at home, uh, 
when I was in school, in high school, in middle school, and elementary school, because I did that too, um, the rule was Sundays you don't do, you don't do any school on Sundays because that's the day we go to church. We honor God. So that is something that even to this day, Sundays, I have a hard time doing anything like remotely related to work um, because that is an identity that has been placed inside me. So going through school, Saturdays, I had one day to do all my homework and then Saturday, Sundays were protected. And that carried over to when I got I graduated and had to start going look for jobs. When I would interview, there'd be two conditions. I can't work Sunday mornings. I can't work Wednesday nights. Those are the two days I can work anytime. And funny enough, when I told the person I was interviewing, I never got pushed back. I'm like, nope, you're done. Get out. Interview's over. It's not going to work out. It was always, okay, that's, that's cool. Because any, any boss I worked for, they said we seem to respect the values that I have, especially when I put them first. And I make it very clear, this is a line that you will not cross. I will not let you cross this line. So going to church, being forced, I guess my will, no, not really. Being forced to go to church is something that carried over into all areas of my life. And it's even become a generational impact. My kids, there's Benny right there, being cute and adorable. And Eldon, uh, <laughs> I'm sure what he's doing over there. Um, they look forward to church like I've never seen before. The three people there, of course, the three people right now, they're excited to see Grandma. Or, as I said, he's, Benny can't say Grandma. Uh, Papa and Miss Trish. Those are, those are the three people they look forward to. Um, but this is a rule that in our house, so long as they live under my roof, they will be going to church. No questions. Um, and b- being forced... I say being forced, but that rule being in place, that knowledge that we're going to church on Sundays, that shifted from something that we just did, something that I did, to be something that I am. Church has shifted into a part of me, my identity, that when I was exposed to families that that wasn't their value, it seemed so foreign to me. It's like, what, you guys don't go to church on Sundays? That seems so strange. Like, what do you do? Like, there's like, to my knowledge, growing up, there's like, there's like three hours of the world that just stops existing. Nothing happens during that time. And then after church, life resumes. Um, but this is something that just became a part of who I am. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, it's a great portion of scripture. Train up your child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This is so crucial. Me as a parent, I want to set my kids up for success the best way I can. And this is how I set them up for success. You go to church. No questions. So long as you live with me, you're going to church. So it became part of who I am. Number two, going to church paved the way for mentorship. There are a lot of relationships that I value um, that I would not have without, without the church. Um, when I would say between me and my parents, there was at times some friction, some rubs, I guess, some, some I'm 16, 17, I know better than you. How dare you tell me how to use my time? Do you know who I am? I'm the pastor's son. Oh, <laughs> pastor's son. That's, uh, I did that for, you know, age, accuracy, voice right there. Um, but if my parents were to tell me as a kid, hey, you need to stop doing X, Y, or Z, that may be met with some resistance, possibly. I'm sure parents, when you have told your kids you need to stop doing that, they've always said, yes, 
Yes, Father. Yes, Mother. What else would you like me to do? Would you like me to go clean my room? Absolutely. I'm on it. Said no kid ever. Um, but them telling me that, and then a church leader who I respected telling me, you need to stop doing this. Those are received, for me anyways, very differently. Those words stick and land with, a, depending on the context, much more emphasis. And they seem to take hold deeper. And oftentimes, there were some problems that not necessarily my parents couldn't help me with, but there was a recognition that I should not be the one to help them through this. Because there's going to be a tainted relationship. Not necessarily bad, but there's this is not the way I should help you. So I'm going to send you to so-and-so. Uh, Paige Ackler, shout out, uh, is one of the guys that they sent me to. I have a whole bunch of respect for Paige. I'm going to cry right now. No, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, but those, those relationships and interactions would never have been possible if I was not constantly in church. If I didn't say these people are my leaders, not just the people that my parents say, go and talk to so-and-so, but people that I said, I respect you. I'm going to listen to what you have to tell me because ultimately God is speaking to me through you. And without the church, I would not have that. In uh, Proverbs 15, verse 22, without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. The life-changing moments that, that I have been through would not have been as effective. The words that, say, my parents said to me would not have stuck the way they needed to stick if a spiritual leader spoke to me. Um, and that is, that is man, this, this one is big for me, mentorship. This is one that... Man, I get, ah, it's good. I love mentorship. I love the, I, passing knowledge to other people. Uh, and without the church family, I would not have that. And the final thing, going to church built a sense of ownership within me. I have been involved in a bunch of different areas of church, a lot, still kind of am, um, all starting with janitorial I remember cleaning our first church. I remember having to vacuum the downstairs basement, and there was one room all the way in the back that there was a closet in that room, which I never opened because I don't know what lives in there. And it was, you vacuum that room. Miriam knows exactly what room I'm talking about. She was there. There was one room all the way in the back with a closet. I still don't, I, I don't even know what's in there. Oh, man. Um, and it was vacuum that room. And get out and run. Turn off all the lights as fast as you can, and you book it. But I've done that. I've been involved with kids, kids' church as a sixth grader, which I quickly realized I don't want to be here <laughs> as, a, as another kid helping kids. Um, I, I mean, I've been involved with setup and tear down. Currently involved with youth. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yeah. Uh, currently also involved in worship, if you didn't know, if you didn't catch it this morning. Um, but I've, I've been so involved with the church, and none of that would be possible if I wasn't at church. If I wasn't at church, I wouldn't be serving. And over time, being at church, it began to shift from my parents' church to my church. And that only became possible once I started saying, I'm going to help out with this. Oh, this is the ministry I'm in. I'm going to help to build this ministry, help to build the church. And in Luke 
2, verse 49. This is probably one of my favorite verses. Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? This is the mentality I try to take when approaching the church. That church has become not just something I do or something I go to, but a part of who I am in the mission that I have to be in my father's house. The idea of missing a Sunday, ugh, man, it, it, it bugs me. We went on our honeymoon when we got married, and we cut it short just so that I could be at church because I couldn't stand with the idea of missing a Sunday. I love you still. I love you. I am grateful that you went along for that ride and obliged me. Um, but the church shifted from my obligation to my mission. It made that shift, and that wouldn't be possible if my parents didn't make me go to church. So to, 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 to wrap this thing up, going to church in our family, it was mandatory. But the key, the key difference was that a relationship was encouraged. The relationship was not mandatory. And that might sound kind of like, what? But going to church was the piece that if you go to church and you are there, God will reveal himself to you. That relationship will grow. So if you are a parent and you're like, why won't my kid get it? Why doesn't he just like, Jesus is like, you see all the good things he does. Why won't you just hop on board? You got to get him to church. You got to get him to church. You got to get him to be around people of God, men and women of God who are pursuing him. And that stuff rubs off that in my family, church is mandatory, but a relationship was encouraged. It was never, at no point did I feel you will serve God. Do you know who I am? I'm the pastor. My son has to, has to pursue God and love God. It was never that. I don't remember ever having any kind of ever conversation about, God, Dad, do I have to follow Jesus? Do I have to do all that? It was something that just came along with being in church. It was just something that happened, and I'm so, so grateful for that. And I would not be the person I am today without the church family, without being in church, without those relationships. If I was in the church, well, first of all, I probably wouldn't be pursuing God, so that's a pretty big one. Uh, I wouldn't have the people that are around me that have helped build me and lift me up. And the person standing here today is the manifestation of, you're going to go to church with me. I am the spitting image, maybe, of my parents saying, you will go to church. So, parents, if you, if you have a kid that maybe he doesn't come to church all the time, or she doesn't come to church all the time, or you're not, you know, pushing that, I strongly encourage you, this is not out of a position of getting them to do what you want. It's not about that. It's about getting them to encounter God. I know for me and my family, my children, they'll be in church on Sundays. They'll be at youth group whenever they get to that age. It's too fast, too soon. Um, but that's where they'll be because I have lived that value system. I have experienced that, and I am so grateful to my parents for making me go to church because I would not be who I am without that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.